The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Hello world and welcome once again to the number one podcast in the world. It's Black Mental Matters. How you doing? Vince the Voice. Glad to be with you. Hope and pray all is well for you and yours. Of course, we deal with and try to help eradicate the stigma as it relates to mental health in the black community. And also on that note is talking about mindsets and you know how you process things. And so this show I'm just excited about, first of all, a mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world in yourself and it influences how you think feel and behave in any given situation and we know black folks we be in a lot of different situations right so to, in order to get our mindsets together i have reached out and we have the mindset mastery mentor herself suzanne hart is going to join us you're going to love this show learn so much makiba and i just walked away with wow and you will too welcome once again it's Black Mental Matters. Makiba Reed Johnson, how you doing, girl? Everything all right? <laughs> Everything is going pretty good. It, it, we're in the middle of 2021, so start of a new month. And yeah, we're just moving right along. We're moving right along. And uh, again, just a... I tell you, last week talking about the the workplace and I mean, just just so right on timey kind of stuff. And that's why I'm just we don't have a lot of time. So I want to jump right in. We have with us today, Makiba Reed Johnson, the mindset <laughs> mastery mentor. Yes. Hey. Yes. None other than Suzanne Hart. And the car goes crazy. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> car goes crazy, Suzanne, for you. Get my Don't mind together. Get my mind thank, together. Thank you. You are so you, welcome. Mindset is so important. It's something that we talk about a lot. Uh, it, just in the sense of no matter what the situation is, your mindset makes a difference. But you've taken this thing to a whole nother level. And I really appreciate it. First of all, would you please uh, explain to me and Makiba, what is mindset, period? What is mindset? Oh my goodness. See, I mindset right is, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you do. Mindset is the way we are conditioned to look at the world. I like to think about it as the glasses, the lens to which we see the world through. We see it through our conditioned mindset. And the mindset that we have determines the life we build and how we show up in the world. It determines our challenges, our growth, our victory, so many different things. However, what I realized with the mindset I had took me as far as I could go, but I wanted to go further. Mm. And I was the person standing in the way. Mm. So I tell people I was required to reset my thinking to look at my conditioning and have insight around how my thought create my emotions and those emotions create my self-talk and we all know the self-talk but my self-talk creates how i speak into the world what i say to people what i say knowingly and unknowingly and when you put all that together it determines what i do and what i don't do it determines my habits my behaviors my actions my inaction mm. 
And so what my, my realization was if I wanted to be, do, and have more, I had to examine how the way I was thinking was standing in the way of me getting where I wanted to go. Wow. Drop wow. The bomb on that, me. that is accountability at its at its peak. I I love that. Yes, yes, accountability it, and, 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 and so much more. No, go ahead, Suzanne. It, it's a it's a new level of awareness, truly. Mm. And the beautiful thing about accountability, I love the fact that you, you use that word, Makiba, is that accountability has us be present to who we are and it gives us an opportunity to choose out of victimhood. Ooh. Right? Ooh. To consciously <laughs> say, that. I am not going to be the victim of this situation, this circumstance, this moment. I'm going to be accountable for my choices. I'm going to be accountable for how I look at this. I'm going to be accountable for how I show up in it because this is what I realize. I can't control life nor can I control the people in my life. What I do have control over is whether I respond or react. Mm. Reaction is an emotional place where it, I, I tell people it's when I'm not thinking, things just happen, things come out of my mouth and I often want to take them back. <laughs> but when I choose to respond is when I'm choosing to speak things into the world, to be in a way that moves me to where I want to go. And oftentimes I have to choose not to suffer and choose not to be the victim of a situation and to choose to find the blessing, the gift, the learn, the opportunity in the middle of everything. And it's always there. I'm going to be listening to this over and over again because this yeah. this is Black Mental Matter, Suzanne, and you you have just zeroed in on the on the bullseye as I feel mm-hmm. with us as Black people. Now you know it's Black men. We 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 love everybody, but we trying to help my Black folks out here. And as it mm-hmm. relates to how our lives have have gone, and so much of it is how we looked at it, what we spoke into the, and then uh, history just just proves it over and over again, and that's what we want to really impart upon our listeners all the time is how you look at this situation, how you deal with it. Are you going to react or respond? All those things that you said that I just mm-hmm. said, hey, man, come on, you know, let's let's do this. <laughs> but I didn't understand why we needed to do this. <laughs> it's so key as black men and women, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I didn't realize until I was more, you know, in my adulthood was how much of racism and the biases that I had personally internalized. And in that internalization, in terms of when you hear what you can't, cannot do, who you are, who you're not, Mm -hmm. all those limiting things, if you're not careful, it's everywhere. It becomes what you internalize. And what I internalize, the beliefs I have about myself, limit where I'm willing to go because I can't outperform my belief system. I can't outperform my sense of who I am. So for me, what it was really looking at was all the things I had internalized as a black person, as a black woman. I mean, we say it all the time, black people don't live there. Why? Black Mm, people don't do that. Right? We don't wear this. We don't, I mean, there's a list of things that has put us into this box. And we are conditioned to stay safe, right? We are conditioned to stay. But what we desire is not in that box. That's the crazy thing. Mm. What we desire is outside of that box. So in order for me to go get better, go get more, go get 
other than what I've been told I am, I have to get comfortable being outside of that box. That means I have to reshape, redefine my identity. And my belief is what if I could ride my life and choose who I desire to be in the world? Imagine. Right. Where it's not contingent upon something external. Absolutely. Right. And we all we all have that power to say, this is who I'm choosing to be. And when you look at the world from that place, learning takes on a whole new meaning because I learn based on what I desire, Mm. where I want to go, who I want to be, because I realized that I can recreate me over and over and over and over again if I have a clear vision of where I choose to go and if I'm aware of who I'm required to be to achieve that goal. Then I line up my learning with that and I'm like, okay, so I get to define who I am. I get to define where I go. And it just becomes a totally different ball game. And, And when you do that work, what's really interesting is when people put their stuff on you, I'm like, yeah, that's not me. I don't know who that is. But that's not that's not me, right? Oh yes. Um, but it's being willing to do the work. That's why I say resetting your thinking and having insight and knowledge about how your thoughts, emotions, and self talk create who you see yourself as in the world. Therefore, what you do. Wow, I I <laughs> I have chills right now, Suzanne, because I I was reading about how you how you mentor professionals, and and you were telling your story about your academic achievements and the success in your career, and how the higher you climbed, the more that you sacrificed a piece of yourself. And okay. I, I love how you are talking about knowing who you are and sitting in the truth of who you are as a person and not internalizing external variables to tell you who the world thinks that you are supposed to be and how important that is. All this information that you're saying now, Suzanne, I wish I had known this like before I started <laughs> my, 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 just my work journey because you lose yeah. so much of yourself yeah. climbing, mm-hmm. especially black women, because there's really not a work-life balance for us. There's just sacrifice. There's things right. that you just got to give up because, you know, the world is not supportive of women working long hours and being away from the family, you know, that that's just not seen as being a, a quote unquote good mom. So, you know, there are things that we all often have to sacrifice, even if it's just how we feel about ourselves. So can you tell us a little bit more about your own personal journey of how you started out and, and, and where you got to where you are now? Absolutely. And, and, you know, it was probably about 16, 17 years ago. And I found myself physically exhausted, like literally going back and forth to the doctor going, there's something wrong. I know there's something wrong. And my my poor doctor, he was like, child, there's nothing wrong with you. And I remember him telling me, Suzanne, you're healthy, but you're not well. I looked at him like, what? Oh, wow. And what he was politely saying to me as I burst into tears uncontrollably because it landed was that your health is fine, but how you're doing life, you are not well. Mm. So the stress of doing like the way I thought everybody said my life should be, right? Keeping up with the Joneses, putting on all the, this is what it is and whatever, but really not loving it and not having a lot of it. How many people do that? And um, so physically exhausted, financially upside down, in a failing marriage, suffering in silence, and in such extreme pain. Mm. On the outside, 
I have the the nice house, we have the car, I have the great job, I'm at the top of my my game according to work, and I am miserable Mm -hmm. and exhausted. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go home and really sit and go, now what? Like the doctor's telling me if I continue this, this is not going to be a pretty picture. I'm on the brink of a burnout, really. Mm-hmm. And so this is where the whole journey of mindset mastery began to happen because I had to make some choices. And um, I got a phone call from a friend and she was looking at a network marketing company. She invited me to play. I, and, and so my thing was, network what? No <laughs> 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 need juice. <laughs> what? Hell what? <laughs> that doesn't fit the image. It didn't fit the image of the stuff that I told, like this is what it's supposed to look like. But she kept mm-hmm. calling. And finally, to get her off the phone, I decided to take a look. Well, when I decided to take a look, I was like, okay, these products are really good. Former athlete, right? Mm-hmm. These products are really, really, ooh, these products are darn good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at how they get compensated. This was the first time I looked outside of the box of trading times for dollars yes. to leverage money. Yeah. I was like, what? Hold on. Yeah. Now I'm calling her going, okay, do, am I reading this right? Mm. Is this what I'm really seeing? And so that was the first expansion of my mind in terms of outside the box. I tell people, you know, when you pray for a miracle, because that's what I was praying for, it often shows up, but it never shows up in the package you expect. Because Uh, if it did, you would have it. Right? Here's my my miracle, and I'm going, go away, go away, go away. Thank God. She's like, oh, no, oh, no. So I take a leap of faith. So now I'm sitting a little bit outside of what I know to be true. But I'm thinking, I got skill, I got transferable skills, I've led teams, I'm at the top of my game, I understand this, I'm a former athlete, I know nutrition, I am going to rock this thing. Mm. Not at all. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Not at all. Mm. Not at all. Mm. I watched everybody take off, and here Suzanne's still sitting in the starting bus, and where did they go? (laughs) Right? They're like having great success, and I'm still standing there, embarrassed frustrated, angry, and ready to be the victim of my own circumstances and have my own personal pity party, to which I did very well back then. Wow. I did not expect that. I did not expect (laughs) that. I expected you to say, and I took off, and now I have a G5 jet. Oh, please continue. Please. (laughs) No, not at all. And and you're talking to someone who, in my mind, I put my mind to something, I get it done, it happens. Yes. The first thing I had to face about my mindset was that I was the perfectionist that only did things when I was certain I was going to have success. Mm. I want that to like land for people listening, yeah. right? Yeah. And I shied away from possibilities mm. that had me be uncomfortable and stretched because when I was a little girl, the first time I stretched, I got embarrassed and I decided I would never stretch again. Unconsciously didn't know that that was what was running in the background. Mm, mm, mm. But, I mean, but I want this more than I want air. So I have to decide if I'm going to go back to my old pattern or I'm going to try something new. So I try something new. Suzanne reaches out for help. Suzanne starts asking questions. I become coachable. I become willing to learn. And things begin to change. What I learned in that journey is that, and this was the clincher, and this is why mindset mastery exists, is that the thing that was standing my way was not skill. 
Mm. It was Suzanne. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? right? I was right. I had the skills. I had the talent. I could train. I could. I learned to sell. I could do all these things. But my mindset of what was possible for me was standing in the way. Mm. My mindset of what of how I held failure, failure was something to be ashamed of, embarrassed of, whatever. I didn't see it as an opportunity to learn, pick up a new lesson, keep moving. Mm. My mindset of what I was allowed to do as a black person had to shift. What was standing in the way was the identity I had mm. And the person who was going where I wanted to go was not the same person who mm-hmm. started out. So it wasn't about my skill. It was about my emotional intelligence, my mm-hmm. knowledge of myself, my willingness to transform, shift, change, and grow. It was about my accountability. It was about my willingness to be vulnerable. It was about how I dealt with shame, how I dealt with blame, how I dealt with upset, how I, all these things. And once I became more and more aware, what I saw was the people who weren't willing to face themselves did not succeed. Mm. They blamed the game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the people who were willing to do the work and say, I must shift expand, grow, become more, began to master the game. Carrie, our, our friend Carrie, who introduced me to you, and and then I called you, and as you're doing now, part of this mindset uh, th- that you have deals also with telling your story as you're doing right now and accepting. Is that mm-hmm. where that comes into play, Suzanne? That 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 you have to accept who you are, accept the story that you have, be willing to tell that story. How how does that weave in there? It weaves in, in in that as I began to have success, um, people would ask me to tell my story. Yes. And what I realized was every time I told my story, someone would want to join me. <laughs> Can I go on this journey with you? I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And what I began to realize is people, we connect in our pain and mm-hmm. we connect in our story. So the minute I share a story of not my my amazing success, but the minute I share my story of my struggle to get where I am, the, the person listening sees themselves somewhere in the character and my struggle and my pain. And what they think to themselves, well, if she can do it, how can I? Ooh. If she can do it, maybe she can show me. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. The second thing is inside each of our stories, that place of pain is also the place of a gift mm. if we're willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. And so so what I say to people is all those areas where you have pain, particularly when I speak to entrepreneurs, that's your superpower for the marketplace. That's who they want to know because they want to know how do you get here? Mm-hmm. What do you have to go through? What do you have to learn? Do you get me? Because I'm in struggle right now. Mm. Or are you just, have you always been this way? Because isn't that how we show up? I'm amazing. I'm spectacular. I'm awesome. Let me tell you, let me give you my bio, my degrees, my whatever. We don't tell the audience, the listener, okay, let me tell you where I started because I started similar place to you. And let me tell you all the pitfalls and lessons that I had to mine in order to get here. Because it's in those lessons that people go, that's me. That's who I am. Oh. And in those lessons, they say, you're my person. Oh my you God. get me. 
Look out, world. Boy, after this, I am going to be on fire. Rakeba, I don't know how to talk to everybody. <laughs> Su- Suzanne, can you say something? Can you say I is kind, I is smart, I is important? Tell me that one time, Suzanne. Just, and then I'm going to call it a night. Go, please. No. <laughs> say, say, say that again. What was the question? I'm sorry. I is, you is kind. Say you to me. You say, Vincent, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. <laughs> Would you just say that to me? <laughs> That's from a movie, Suzanne. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, well, this, this, is, this, is what, this is what I can say to you for sure, Vincent. Yeah, okay. This is what I know about each and every one of us, yes. right? Yes. Each and every one of us has no idea of our greatness. Wow. We have no idea of our own capacity. Mm. And why this work is so amazing is I believe that God puts challenges in our path because he knows how great we are. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he says, you got to go mining for gold. That gold is in you, mm. but you don't know it exists because it's not the easy stuff that builds our character and builds our self-worth. It's when we overcome the challenging stuff. So Vincent, I can say to you, Vince, I can say to you, I know you're brilliant. Mm. I know you're special. Mm. And I know the world is waiting. Oh my goodness. To the world oh of for each and every one of us. I told to you, Bakiba. I told you I was <laughs> good. I told you I was kind oh and I was gosh. smart and I was important. I told you, Bakiba. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Suzanne, I, I love how you are talking about self awareness and self actualization and self exploration because when we think about everything that you're talking about and that and, and, and how you're saying that you're trying to help mentor, you know, people in the business world. When you look at the black middle class right now, especially what we term as black excellence, that's usually tied to income and your your home value, your your car, um, you know, your your level of education. And what we haven't been looking at is a different set of metrics. If you're measuring your success on stuff Mm. and things, you are never going to get where you need to get emotionally and spiritually because you're not measuring the stuff that means the most, which is the things that you're, you're talking about, Susan, Suzanne is knowing who you are in your essence, independent of your achievements. And you're looking at what you're bringing into the world. And, 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 Mm. and that brings me to your, I want to hear more about your seven mindset mastery principles, if, if, if you don't mind, Suzanne, and how they and how they are, are applied. Absolutely. So when I actually started looking at at mastery and breaking it apart, I I knew that we had to master our our thinking. So that's you know mastering your mindset. Then we had to master our emotions, mm-hmm. and then we had to master our communication, which is how we talk to ourselves yes. and how we talk to other people. And then we had to master our behaviors or our habits. Those are areas. And when you put all that together, you kind of begin to master your life. And what I mean by master your life, it's being at cause in your own world, right? Designing the life you want being empowered to overcome things and feeling and being unstoppable no matter what life puts in your path. Mm-hmm. Given that that is true, we're all going to get stuck. So for me, what I began to do was look at, you know, when I started creating my own success, people would ask me, how'd you do that? And I said, well, I worked really hard. I just did it. And they'd be like, no, 
<laughs> well, no, right? Because I, so when, when I started unpacking it, I started seeing that there was these things that I consistently did that I wasn't doing before. So one was we all have the, the power to create, yes. right? If we look around us, chair, table, yes. you know, whatever it is, yes. that was once an idea, a thought mm-hmm. in someone's mind. Right. And now it's been created as something we all use. So we all have the power to create. Yes. Yes. So I was like, okay, creation, very cool. But what I, when I began to look, look at this, I said, okay, well, I have the power to create cool. And then I said, but we also have to be aware in order to get to creation, we often have to accept where we are. Is where I am working or not working? Mm -hmm. But one of the principles is acceptance. And I tell people acceptance is what is. It's not all the stories and and extra that we put in play. And for us as black people, this is so key because we are storytelling, meeting, making, fabulous machines. That's right. (laughs) Something happened and we got story for days. You got a song so when about you it. Ask, well, what, <laughs> right? right? So when we ask ourselves, what truly happened? Well, the man came in the store and looked at me funny. <laughs> oh. And, and all this came out of that? Well, yeah. A whole town was burned <laughs> down? That, right, right. right. You know what we do? You on the news. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and so one is, is accepting the data. And what I realized was in acceptance, I call acceptance this blank, blank canvas. I have to give up. Now get this, because this was work for Suzanne. I have to give up shaming. I have to give up blaming. I have to give up judging. I have to give up anger. I have to give up all these emotional things. Now, when I say give it up, it's not like I, 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 they, they go away. I have to acknowledge these emotions to myself and not choose to act on them. Yes. That's yes. acceptance. Yes. 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 Right? Yes. Another another principle, in order to get into acceptance, I have to be a, take 100% responsibility for what happens in the world yes. when I'm present. Yes. And what I mean by that is I can't control the world, but I can control who I am yes. in the face of whatever's happening in the world. So when I take 100% responsibility, I better sit in acceptance because I can't get to responsibility without going, okay, this is the data. This is everything I'm creating around it. These are all the emotions I'm adding to color the water. But what's really going on? Well, John walked through, gave me a look I don't like. Mm. I don't really know what it means, but I made a whole story about it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Mm. Now I get to go, well, how do I want to respond? Mm. Right? So there's, there's these seven principles. Another one is I, I tell them that we almost have a GPS system. So one of the things that allows me to not do certain things that my mind is wanting to do is I have seven principles that guide my seven, seven, eight principles that guide my life. I have two key ones. One is integrity and faith. I look at everything through the lens of integrity and faith. Then I look at it through the lens of open, honest communication. I look at it as, you know, being, being persistent, creating community. So I have these principles that align that I line up and this GPS when I'm making hard decisions, when I'm in an emotional state, I don't look at the world through my emotions. I look at the world through those principles. Wow. I'm committed to this. This is the mindset right. master, mentor. 
Suzanne Hart, everyone. Suzanne, I know we got so much more, but our time is running down. And I want to make sure that everyone knows how to find you, how to reach you, how to get their mindset mastery under control. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, um, you know, one of the best ways to find me is on uh, my website, which is SuzanneHart.com. And Suzanne is S-U-Z or Z-A-N. And so S-U-Z-A-N, Hart, H-A-R-T, dot com. Um, if you go there, uh, you we have a free gift that is a Mindset Mastery mini course that people can can part, you know they can take and join join us. Um, I'm on Facebook as Suzanne Hart, and I'm on YouTube as Suzanne Hart. I'm on Instagram at Suzanne at Suzanne dot Hart, um, but I'm on and on LinkedIn as Suzanne Hart. And send me a message. You can email me at Suzanne at at Suzanne at SuzanneHart.com. Mm-hmm. If you remember Suzanne Hart, you'll find me. <laughs> and Suzanne is spelled S-U-Z-A-N, ladies and gentlemen, S-U-Z-A-N. We, we're going to have to have you back, Suzanne. I think we, we well, yes. we, we didn't just scratch the surface. You dug deep. We we dug really oh. deep in mm-hmm. some things. I would encourage folks to listen twice because I'm going to listen thrice and I'm going to get these things deep down inside me, Makiba. It's going to be a quiz for you uh, coming up. <laughs> what did Suzanne say? She said, I was kind. She said I was oh smart. Gosh. She said I was important. And hey, my mental matters matters too. <laughs> I got right. to do that also. <laughs> Suzanne, Bikiwi, thank you guys so much. And uh, God bless. We will talk to you guys on the, ne- on the other side. I'm, so, I'm, I'm ready to go get, I got to take care of some business right now while you got me fired up, Suzanne. <laughs> God uh, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. 